Hello, welcome to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Season 1, Episode 4, or it's a mini-series, so Season 1 is not applicable, but either way, I am here once more, this is Ryan with guest Chad, say whatever you want to say after I say all those things, Chad. Whatever you want to say after I say all those things, Chad. I don't know, That's you did this bit, this bit has been done, say yeah. something else. Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Okay, and I am back and ready for the recap of the fourth episode. I will continue doing the James role of remembering what happened during the show, which is getting tougher and tougher with this show, because I watched it on Sunday morning. I thought, you know, this show is getting into... The territory of, okay, that wasn't terrible, is exactly how I feel most of the time at the end of the episode. All right, okay, and fair. This, uh, is that not how you feel? I, I feel like the uh, the show's had a steady, albeit slow at times, rate of improvement. And I think that this is, this is uh, probably the best episode we've gotten so far. It's just odd that the first episode was the worst one. The pilot is usually not supposed to be the worst episode of the series, but so far for me, it definitely has been. That first 10-minute set piece of action in the air, further proving that the Falcon can only be useful when something is falling out of the sky, in retrospect, is just kind of dumb, and you just feel, like I just feel this... This ticking, this clock internally happening in my bones, like rampaging towards an ending of this show where things must be falling out of the sky once more for the Falcon to be uh, again used. Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for a, a, an airplane to show up. I, I feel like I feel like this show um, is a lot of getting your chess pieces in place so that you can have your great checkmate in the end and i think we're finally getting to that point but you're, you're right i mean a lot of this just kind of feels like um we're putting these characters through the, the steps introducing the characters that we need to in be introduced to in the places and times they need to they need to be uh introduced in order to get them in a place where when they show us the final set piece um we understand the stakes better which i mean arguably you could say is is the the uh the point of any first act of a show um it's just it seems like the first act of the show is lasting five episodes <laughs> i just the show is about super serum it's about what are the ethics what is the moral code whose responsibility is it especially people who take the super serum what is your responsibility to the world to, when becoming a superhero is a choice? Uh, to, or for most of them, it's a choice. And this episode, a person makes that choice, and we'll get into it. The name of this episode is The Whole World is Watching, which is a phrase that was previously chanted during the trial of the Chicago 7 trailer. That's all I can think about when I hear that phrase. <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing to add. Sick. Yep. <laughs> Sick. Bucky and Sam and Zemo, our dynamic trio, are still back together. They are now trying to find Mama Donna's funeral. They arrive, I believe, in Latvia. They're trying to cut Carly off at the pass before she explodes any more people. Zemo becomes useful as he very lightly interrogates children, gives them candies, literally giving right. candy to children. <laughs> like, and... like, uh, uh, 
the first villain that we all learn about as uh, toddlers is the the man who gives candy to little kids. Yeah, this one has pretty sweet moves in the nightclub and also gives sweets to children and doesn't feel bad about it at all. But to be fair, it works perfectly. He points at Falcon and Bucky and he's like, those people are bad people. In the future, just run away from them. They're the worst. But also, where is your maternal figure? And where is she having a funeral? And they just tell him and then he doesn't tell that information to his friends he uses it immediately as leverage at which point bucky doesn't put his arm through zemo's torso which (laughs) is uh hard for me to understand so do do you think that's gonna pay off in the end do you think like the kids are gonna come to zemo's aid and not the other two like like do you think that that, there was a, a point to that at all or just to show that like he's pulling the strings in the background I don't think it will pay off. I think it's just to let the audience know that Zemo can gain power slowly but surely. Just like he can be grasping at power at any given time. And he is charismatic enough to have the game be uh, not insane. It's just he's good at it. You know, he's good at it. They're bad at it. He's good at it. Okay. Just more pointless setup. It's character building ish. Character building, I think, is their point. I mean, I think I, th- I don't think anybody thought that he was just going along with everything. I think we could have all assumed that he was going to look out for himself. Yes, obviously, and his uh, the amount of building that is happening to his character is on the rise at the moment because there are many external factors that are trying to murder him, mostly. Uh, from last episode, all of Wakanda is basically yes. now here uh, because, you know, he killed their their king. So they're mad at him, and we know that as an audience, and he does too. So he's just like, I need everyone in the world I can get on my side on my side. And whether those children, whether those people are children or not, like, I just need to start talking people into being like, I'm good guy. Those bad guys. <laughs> yeah. And, and in the beginning of this episode, before the scene you just mentioned, uh, um, Bucky has a conversation with, um, what's her name? Ooh, something. I'm terrible with names. Um, but uh, we hear uh, the moniker White Wolf again, which is a character from the Marvel comics. It was, it was uh, like an adopted brother of, of uh, T'Challa. So I, I wonder if they're going to try to rebrand Bucky into the White Wolf character. If they're not going to make him yeah. Captain America. Because it's the second time they've right. mentioned that in this series. Yeah. So just uh, this series, perhaps the main objective is to throw the Winter Soldier to the side. And, uh, you know, he goes from Green Ranger to White Ranger. Yeah, basically, exactly that. Yeah, it, this is kind of like a rebranding for all the characters. Because, I mean, who doesn't assume that uh, that Falcon doesn't become Captain America at the end of the show? And the Winter Soldier, I mean, all through the show, we've, we've seen this negative connotation that comes about with his name. You know, he he's in need of a rebranding, too. And they've already played with White Wolf. So it seems like, it seems reasonable to assume that we're going to get a double rebranding. Well, the negativity that has to do with his name is because of all the murder, Chad. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. If you if you look past the murder, I guess it's not so bad. There are a lot of people that you could say that about. Most oh, and, serial and, you know, killers. Like, like they, the, the, their the, defense in court be like, just look past it. The, like the political engineering and basically shaping uh, the world over the last 80 years. You know, no big deal. Sure. You have, in a previous episode, questioned my scale of morality, but with your two or three previous sentences, I believe we should be on the lookout for a ends-justify-the-means Machiavellian rampaging Chad into our near future. Just everyone keep track of that. (laughs) Take out your bingo cards. Sam has decided... That he wants to go talk to Carly alone. He believes that 
they have enough in common, enough middle ground where he can make some headway, but everyone around him thinks that is a lackluster idea. Most formidably, the Captain America that is next to him, who also found Mama Danya. They're all in the same place at the same time. And Captain America plus Battlestar feelings on the subject are let's rush in there and hit everybody with my shield and sam was like no i am a bad fighter so let me do the thing that i'm better at which is talking that happens for about five minutes sam is seen above mama Danya's funeral as people leave carly and him have a conversation where he's like i understand i I don't know about you, Chad, but I get so annoyed when characters in shows, and perhaps I'm projecting here, say things like, I understand. I, I'm i on your side. And uh, the other character who's being talked to immediately isn't like, Stop, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. No. You do not. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's, it's a little tropey. Um, and you know, it's, it, they're clearly trying to manufacture like some, uh, relationship with the heroes and the villain. And it's not because, uh, they want the heroes to agree. It's because they want the audience to be sympathetic and we're using the heroes as our channel to do that. Um, but, I mean, I don't think that makes it less effective. Like, knowing how the sausage, sausage is made doesn't make the sausage any less tasty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I am th- hungry for sausage. Yeah, I mean, that that was the point of me saying that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, whatever. I, I mean, it's Marvel. It's it, We're not going to have any <laughs> revelations, any any groundbreaking writing. We, we got a little bit of that with... Uh, with the uh, WandaVision, you know, we got a very interesting, well-written, unique show. And we're, today we're going to get some political espionage and it's going to be a little bit paint by numbers. Sure. Let's go. Let's get to we're the We're going to deal with it. <laughs> we're yes. just going to deal with so, it. So uh, Captain America and Battlestar can only let that happen for the allotted 10 minutes. Right. At it, which it has point to they, they, they barge in. Sam feels like he was about to kind of pull this out. He was about to have a conversation with Carly that was going to lead to something positive, but it gets broken up by sheer force and violence. They all start to have a fight. Carly gets away, but she kind of runs into Zemo, who has a gun and shoots her a few times in the torso, uh, at which point uh, he gets hit in the face. I believe. Well, no. First, like she with, tries to stagger away, and uh, and she bumps into a table and drops a bunch of the serum, the super soldier serum, on the ground. And then Zemo is yeah. like, "Oh, I found this," and he like picks it up. And I think we're supposed to think that he's going to take it himself, but obviously he doesn't because that would fly against his the the entire character that we've we've been we know and love. Uh, so he breaks all the vials. He starts stopping on the vials, and um, before he's done, he gets whacked in the head by uh, Captain America's shield. I didn't think he was going to take the serum. I, for a moment, the audience is supposed to think that for sure, though. Yeah, yeah. Where absolutely. he's like, okay, I'm holding... I'm like, I've said this my entire life. This is my entire shtick, is I think that super soldiers are bad, and that the choice to do so is hubris. But while holding it in my hand, uh, you know, does absolute power corrupt me? Absolutely. And he then starts smashing them all. Uh, but they are all over the ground. And he starts smashing... Uh, all of them on the ground, and he thinks he gets them all. Uh, but right. sadly, uh, or sadly, I don't know, sadly for who, but sadly, he does yeah. not. Cap- <laughs> Captain America sees one lowly vial, and he puts it in his pocket. Yes, he does. In a follow-up scene, uh, the Dora Magi, or however you'd like to say that, Wakanda as a whole, uh, <laughs> the representatives of which show up at their the boys' suite, and they all have a large fight that does not go well for the boys. Correct. Apparently, uh, Bucky has a arms fall off button on his arm that he didn't know about. 
Yes. Uh, but his old mentor does, right? Her name is Oya, I believe. That's Okoye. the name you were searching for? Okoye, I thought. What? Am I wrong? I think so. Okay. Okay. And so that's another L in the column for Captain America. He is just stacking <laughs> up these L's. He's getting the crap kicked out of him. And this time it's someone who k- does not have the super serum inside him or her. I, I It's not at all, I think, to him about the the gender of the person who just kicked the shit out of him. It's more so like he can justify getting beaten up by someone who's a super soldier while he is not. He is as close uh, to a super soldier without the serum as can be, but he just cannot overcome... Uh, he's, he's trying to be Captain America without it, and Steve Rogers didn't have to do that shit. So uh, this time he loses again, and he is having a real existential crisis because Captain America is not supposed to lose this many times in a row. Right. He uh, he definitely has an inferiority complex at this point, and it kind of goes along with my theory, where like he's gonna keep getting, he's gonna keep losing, and uh, it's gonna result in him needing to uh, seek out, in which in this point at this point he has it, the super soldier serum, uh, in order to you know boost his performance. Yeah, so. During all of this, by the way, Zemo just, like, slips into the bathroom, goes down a tube, and he's gone. Yeah, you're right. By the way, Okoye was uh, not the character. Um, Okoye is the leader of the uh, of their, the Dora Milaje. Um, you're right. It is Ayo. Sorry. All their, I get all their names confused. I'm terrible with names. I looked it up because I, I, I owed, we owed it to the fans to get it right. We really did. We owe them a lot. And one thing that we owe them is being correct 10% of the time. At least, at least. I am historically decent with names, but that one didn't go nearly as well as I'd hoped. And it doesn't matter. We're going to move on with our lives like it never happened. Okay. The next thing that happens is that Carly calls Sam's sister and threatens his entire family, which is very even keeled, uh, not something that a bad person or or the evil person in a story would do. Never. Ever, ever, ever. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Another, I, I'm going to backdoor that we'll, one. We'll, we'll fill in another paint by number, a little checkbox in there for the uh, standard villain maneuvers. At the same time, Sharon Carter is now helping them. They give Sharon a call, and Sharon's like, I have the ability to move satellites from Madripoor. What is my power level? How much clout do I have from being excommunicated and on a small island? Apparently a lot. Yeah, that confused me. And, and to this day, like, I need to watch the episode over again or something. Did they put a tracker on on uh, Captain America? Did they? How did? What happened there? Like, it's, it's something- I assume the shield has a tracker in it, or but, something like that. Okay, but and she has access to the shield's tracker, a, a shield that she hasn't seen in years and has been reforged because it was destroyed by Thanos. And I, I mean, it's just. I agree, Chad. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And like suddenly she's around a whole bunch of other like heavily armed men. Like I, I, I feel like there's more to her character, and, and there's a lot of, of speculation online about her being the power broker. And I don't know how I feel about that, but it does kind of seem like we're leaning in that direction. But then, I mean, if James were here, he's he's uh, he's the first to say that Marvel's great with these these red herrings. And it kind of seems like they're trying to make us think that uh, Sharon Carter is going to be like a bigwig, like a really important character. And then they're going to name rename her Boner and then it's going to be done. Oh, my God. I'll be the first to say it. I don't care either way. 
and I'm not the first to say it for sure. A lot of the internet is like, every time she shows up on screen, it becomes worse. Her character as a whole is not interesting to me. And where she's going, the mystery surrounding her is not important to me at all. So I like I she shots fired. Her character is just an anchor on the show, in my opinion. And whenever the truth comes out as to who she is, what she is, and how she's truly affecting the story, my eyes will ostensibly roll and I'll move on with my life because I don't care. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like the only thing that might be redeeming for uh, her character as like a, uh, a story-wise um, would be if they were just using this as a stepping stone and we were going to get more of her at some point in the future and like delve further into her backstory. Because right now we know two things about her. We know she is Peggy Carter's granddaughter or grandniece uh, and that she yep. broke the law to help the Avengers. Those are literally the the only two facts we know about her. And in the next scene, all hell breaks loose. We get another fight scene where Sam and Bucky are trying to basically save Captain America and Battlestar. But Battlestar gets taken by the Flag Smashers before they can even get there. And when Sam and Bucky jump into the fray, Sam watches as New Cap bends a large piece of steel in half, which it becomes obvious to him and the audience that New Cap has. In a previous scene, he asked Battlestar, you're like, hey, if you had the Super Serum, would you, like, take it? Right. And... And Bastard was like, uh, fucking yeah, dude, right. which was like the easiest last straw. And obviously, Captain America, the new one at least, has done so. Which, yeah, they, they played again, this. The old Captain America did as well. Yes, he did. Well, they, they played this, like, will he or won't he for a minute. And I think they did, they actually did a decent job humanizing his character because, like, um, Battlestar said, you know, like, yeah, you got three medals of honor, you know, who's, who's more qualified than you? And he's like, well, yeah, but I got three medals of honor, you know, living through the worst day of my life. I did terrible things to get those medals of honor. Like he's, he's, he's already got this self doubt. And, um, and then we find out that it's not will here, won't he? It's he did. And now what? And, uh, and I mean, we'll find out shortly. Uh, it, it may not have uh enhanced the right features in this character this episode did a lot of things wrong the one thing it did correctly in my opinion is humanizing new captain america yes hashtag not my cap uh, on the internet perhaps a little my cap like i get i get his point (laughs) i'm i'm understanding him more and more and hating him less and less and the event that truly brings, I think, the audience and me around simultaneously, as I am part of said audience, is that Battlestar gets straight murdered. Carly pushes him into a cement beam, and they go over to him to check his pulse and everything. But sadly, he is deceased, which is the, uh, you know straw on the camel's back and the camel was already carrying a skyscraper right yeah and more importantly he he dies um saving captain america like the last thing that he did was get in the way of somebody trying to get cap and then he's thrown into this pillar and dies immediately and the mission was to save him so you know it's kind of three ways you know cap failed to save his friend um, he failed to avoid getting injured, and in doing so, lost his best friend. So, you know, he's he's having a bad day. New Cap is obviously distraught. His best friend is dead. He couldn't save him, even with the super soldier serum inside his veins. And he runs, trying to find Carly, finds a... Flag Smasher, I believe it was the Flag Smasher that we've seen him before. He's yeah, had he, conversations. He was, 
he was her friend uh and and we the previous conversation that we ha- we saw with him was him talking about how Captain America was his favorite uh Avenger. <laughs> Tough times because he is found by a enraged version of Captain America who then in front of many many people out in a public square uses his Captain America shield to cave in this dude's head. Yeah, he he decapitates him. He straight up cuts off his head with the with the edge of the shield. And um and there's a couple of interesting parallels here. So <clears throat> Um, the way that Cap holds the shield in this episode is very reminiscent of Steve Rogers' Cap. Like, you see him hold the shield and, like, hold the gun over the shield, uh, like Cap did in the first um, Captain America movie. And then um, the scene before he, or as he's decapitating uh, the Flag Smasher dude, um, that is pulled directly from Civil War, where he uh, is about to do what appear to do the same thing to uh, to Tony Stark, but obviously instead of you know hitting him in the head, he he hits the arc reactor and shuts down the suit, thereby winning. But like the parallel of like here he is Captain America being Captain America, translated directly into you know that same exact shot, but the dark version of it. I, I I mean, like I said, like I thought this was the best episode so far of the season, and I think it's because of like little moments like that that you would only really appreciate if you you know did a deep dive in the the MCU like I have, um, and or or you watched a lot of YouTube videos that talked about it. Um, sure. And, yeah, I mean, I I thought that they did a really good job. So yeah, he does that very very publicly, and we see a bunch of people like taking videos of it, and you know. It, 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 there's there's only so many ways this can go now for new cap right i mean we now have two instances in this show of cell phone videos that are going to haunt the characters bucky's therapist is for sure going to see the video of him kicking the shit out of people in a madripoor bar and twitter already has the video of hashtag not my cap hashtag decapitate cap uh already murdering a person in broad daylight yeah and let's not forget the video of baron zemo dancing at the club that's also going to haunt uh some of the characters in the show everybody the most important one marvel studios youtube channel posted a hour-long video of it happening over and over again today and i am not ashamed to tell you i watched it a long time Apparently that whole dance was completely uh, ad libbed. Oh no, yeah, no choreography. I, he, <laughs> well, he bounced and shimmied. He the, Daniel Brühl can move. We all know that now. <laughs> I did like the blood spatter on the bottom of the cap shield. It did remind me of Watchmen blood spatter. I was going to say the same thing. Although, yeah, they don't have like a uh, they don't own blood spatter, but it, it was. <laughs> It was pretty uh, reminiscent there. And obviously, we've watched Watchmen ame- uh, recently. It's, you know, the new show uh, by Damon Lindelof on HBO. James and I have done. And you can listen to that, by the way, in our back catalog. Also, just really quickly, patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. I now spell it all the way out, Chad, because you were like, boys isn't spelled that way and you should specify. And I agreed. You know, I uh, I would like to make sure that I get my commission for all of the signups since you've made that change. Oh, perfect! You get zero. You get nothing. Okay, that's that's what we agreed because upon. there was nothing. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not keeping anything back from you. No one has joined, so you get shit. Fair. That's fair. As long as I get what I'm due. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. We've reached the end of the fourth episode. We have two more episodes to go. We have not gotten any post-credit scenes yet, as we have previously called. We think there's going to be one at the end. Um, I'll say, you know, Zemo's power, his superpower at this point of the story, is just he's very good at making other people around him fight each other when he needs them to. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um you know, there's a lot of moving parts. I feel like there are more moving parts in this show than they could resolve 
satisfyingly. Um, because Zemo, uh, while in, an interesting character, uh, doesn't really have a lot of... Uh, I'll use a, a, a coin my wife told me, my wife said recently, there's not a lot of density around his story. Um, he's there because it makes sense for him to be there, kinda, and you feel like he's going to play a part, but there's not really, a, like, he, he, he is not a part of the arc of the main story. You know what I mean? And then there's the whole story with Wakanda, which they're basically just upset that, you know, that he's free, and it, it all of that just kind of seems tangent to the main storyline, which is, you know, the Flag Smashers are this, you know, this terrorist group that are trying to, you know, steal resources and kill a bunch of people because they liked the way the world was while Thanos was here. And then there's the power And it's broker. just getting farther and farther away yeah. from caring about Bucky and Sam. Yeah. It's, it's like, kind of funny because the show is called... That is my main... Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that's my main... Uh, just criticism of this episode which is like the way to make this story better the way to make this all more interesting is for character development to happen outside of our two main characters and it's a six episode series so like time is of the essence yeah like there's not really a lot of growth with our two main characters like i almost feel like the show if the show was titled like power you know, obviously hire a writer to, to to change that up. But just like power in its rawest term, what does it mean? Because we've got super soldiers, we've got, you know, terrorists, we've got Zemo who represents this like manipulation and what, what that kind of power means. You know, there, there's all these different examples of types of power that we're dealing with. And uh, I think that that would be have been a better representation of what the show is really exploring because it's not exploring Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier. It was a buddy comedy for two episodes. Yeah, and then they changed. And now their that shit's over. You know, there's Captain Zemo, America, by the way. who's like, like I'm Captain America. You know, I've got all of this political power and all this like this representative power as being you know Steve Rogers' replacement, but really I have no power as evidenced by my losing streak. You know, so so like that lack of power changed that character. You know, I, I think there, there's something to be said there that the, the show isn't really giving us what they were selling us. No, not at all. And Wakanda did, the, or, or not Wakanda, WandaVision did the same exact thing, but in a positive way. Right. Right. Anyway, Zemo's had a great line I wanted to talk about a little the desire to become superhuman cannot be separated from supremacist ideals. Mm. He said this because Carly was making the point that he or that she is anti-supremacy. Right. That is what she's working towards. Uh, her for her entire deal is anti-supremacy. Uh, but that is easy for the super soldier to say. Right. You know, it's kind of ironic because that's that's um. Not to get too political, but that that is the um, the uh, foreign policy ideal of the United States. We we will deter everyone from having war by making sure that we are the best at war. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll we'll, we'll yeah. take the power so you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, you really only have to go to like World War Two, where. <laughs> like three fourths into it, America's like, "Hey, how's everybody doing? We winning? Cool, 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 cool. You guys looking good over there? Oh, hey, over there. Hey, where's that front line? I'm ready to go. Like, okay, bud, you have not been here for any of this. You're coming into swoop glory. You're fucking glory stealers. And they're like, yeah, but we gonna swoop so good. Yeah, but but guys, I got this really cool bomb, and I just I just gotta use it. No, don't. I already did. I did Fuck twice. You. I did it. I did it. It's done. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what American uh, politics and uh, and warmongering is like. We don't even have any super serum. I'm going to jump off of this so 
so fast. Okay, so Bucky <laughs> in Wakanda, the flashback of him hearing trigger words yeah, and the not turning for the first time, Sebastian Stan yeah. should be Luke Skywalker and he is good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, I, I, I mean... Not to crap all over James. I mean, if he wants to defend himself, he's welcome to join do the it, conversation. dude. Yeah, if he if he was here, he could defend himself, but he's not. So he crapped all over Sebastian Stan's performance in the first couple episodes, and I, I think that what he was really reacting to was uh, the character, not the performance, because he was kind of like a nonchalant, kind of dull, like annoyed sarcastic character and and i get it i mean like that's a it's a character we see a lot but that scene in this episode i think it proved that he has the chops sebastian stan oh absolutely uh so now where are we zemo has escaped zemo's escaped. carly is as disenfranchised as ever. Yeah, lost her best friend. We, yeah, we don't, yeah, a few best friends have been lost. Mm-hmm. Cap is the same way. He is uh, a raging lunatic at this point, all hopped up on the super serum he just took moments ago. But he's also going to have to deal with the the backlash of a public outcry because uh, Captain America is not supposed to slaughter somebody in the street. Are you sure? So what does he look like when if when and if the shield is taken away from him uh or when he is asked to give it back and he's like oh no thank you. And so do you Sam think Sam and Bucky finish your think? thought. Finish your thought. My thought is that Sam and Bucky are the farthest away from being interesting they've ever been. Yeah. I think the most character development that we're going to get for the for those characters is uh sam used to work on a shrimping boat and i think this episode is probably the best episode we'll get for bucky where you know he yes exactly that's i was gonna specify it's really sam and this is from the beginning right where Mm -hmm. like everybody's story is decent and it has like upticks into good and great sam's never does his story falls behind so quickly yeah, while I mean, he, this is this actually was like I, I was naysaying but it was a good bucky episode too because things are happening like the flashback to bucky that we just talked about is so so good yeah you know like carly is just in real time threatening sam's family but i just don't care i care zero <laughs> percent well i i think that sam is he's um he's the only character that doesn't really have a like a hook you know what I mean? Like, it's easy to tie uh, the Winter Soldier in his past and, you know, like what it means to be this broken man. It's easy to, to, to play with that character. Like, that's that's a mold of, that's a blob of clay that you can shape pretty easily. But the Falcon, unfortunately for Sam, is defined as being Captain America's sidekick. and um, And that's really all that we got for him. So he he seems right out when of place. in the comics the original Captain America sidekick was Bucky, yeah. Although he was a child in the nineteen forties. Right. Well, they, I mean, they 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 go fast and loose with with those characters, but but yeah. So um, they uh, he he just seems out of place because like even Zemo, another character with no superpowers, you know, has a superpower like you mentioned, and that is the manipulation. Whereas Sam seems to be kind of good at bumbling. You know, like he, he's the guy who ruined the plan at the uh, at the bar uh, where he got a phone call from his sister. And he's the one who uh, who got trapped. Put it on by... vibrate, idiot. Jeez, yeah, I mean, you're on a mission. Don't even bring your phone. So. No. So, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that that this is probably the best we're going to get for the Winter Soldier, unfortunately, in this series. But there's more there. And I'm interested in that character um, because of how broken he is and because he, of his his redemption arc. Um, I I don't so I think the going theory and it's safe to assume that in the next episode, um, Walker Newcap uh, that video gets out. Uh, the U.S. government says, "Well, we can't have a Captain America that decapitates people in you know the town square." Uh, so they take the shield from him and then they give it back to 
uh, Falcon. And then, and you know, and then they use it to try to settle the score with, uh, with the flag smashers. Do, is that satisfying? Do, do we, do we think that that's a good, you know, story? It depends completely on what they do with John Walker. Right. It After. Like, what happens, what is his reaction to losing being Captain America? We haven't seen his girl- girlfriend lately. Uh, we only saw his best friend being dead. Uh, and obviously, like, if he takes it well, that will be disappointing. So, it, it, give the shield back to Sam so that he can use it in the sky during the last battle sequence, which most likely will be in the air, and he'll be throwing the Captain America shield in the air and deciding he is worthy. <laughs> sure, that has a, be- a bit of weight to it. I, I care slightly about that. Well, but we know we know as that- previously mentioned. I'd rather have Bucky have it. Yeah, no, I think that we all collectively would rather Bucky have it. Um, we know that they're going to get the shield back because in the trailer, we saw them throwing it around at a bunch of trees. So that's happening. Um, if they were smart, if Marvel was smart, and I think they are generally, I think they know what they're doing. Um, they would have like not a redemption for walker but like uh he did the right thing in the end but is still a douchebag moment for him so they could then use him as a morally gray character maybe in the hawkeye show oh god oh shut up Give i want to think about the hawkeye Give show zero percent i will never i will never hawkeye socks i can't wait for that show to come out and you're gonna be like this show changed television listen i there will never be a show i go in with lower expectations so i i i i invite it to be at all good and you know i just don't think it will be (laughs) because hawkeye sucks so uh i also i think an interaction that can be a bit expounded upon for this episode that i found interesting was that Zemo acknowledged that Steve was an example of absolute power not corrupting absolutely. And it also seems that after that, Sam is like, yeah, well, what about Bucky too? Like, he is also a person with super serum in his body. He's like, some kind is of your super end mutant, goal, yeah. <laughs> Is your end goal to also shoot and kill Bucky Barnes? Because then we have a problem. Like... Uh, uh, to what end like what percentage do you need to eradicate super serum for your goal to be met and but zemo does say and you know he could be lying and he could be like i i was just manipulating you as i always do but he does say like yeah i mean it did work out for steve rogers but how many steve rogers are there right which is a solid point it's a very good point there's one. <laughs> he's the well, exception. There was of... one. Right. Well, we don't know if he's alive now, or dead. Now he's old as fuck. Yeah, we don't we don't really we've never we haven't seen him. So that actually kind of brings me to another point. Um the uh the showrunners have said uh prepare yourselves for episode 5 because you're going to cry. And and the assumption oh. is there's going to be some kind of cameo or something is going to happen. Um and I have really only two theories here um one is that uh we're gonna get steve rogers he's he's gonna make a cameo and he's gonna die probably heroically or uh we get um we get t'challa and uh we learn that chadwick uh filmed a cameo in the show before he died and or they deep faked him no they've said they've they've very much said that uh, they were not going to do that with with his character. They were they were not going to recast him. They were going they were not going to CG him into a movie. They were going to 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 uh, tastefully 
uh, explain his story off screen. I, I imagine maybe they'll have like like uh, uh, some CG like in the Black Panther suit. That's what I'm imagining they'll do, and then he'll die off screen. But he was alive during right. the, the writing and shooting of the show. Yeah, and uh, Wakanda's here already. It would make yeah. sense. Yeah, mm. both of both of those would be cameos that would be very heavy in in this show. But I think I've already said this previously, which is I don't want cameos in this show of people who are bigger stars than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I would like the show to stop being yep. less and less about them. Right. No, that's a good point. It, 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 it harkens back to uh, everybody wanting Doctor Strange to show up in WandaVision. And I said from the beginning, I don't want that. I don't want... Iron Man and and everyone and their brother to show up in this show because what it tells me is this show cannot stand on its own. They do not have a strong enough story here. They do not believe that they have a strong enough story here to to let it live on its own. And they want to, to rely on star power to fill in the gaps. And um, And whether or not that's the case, I don't want to see them believe it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Hey, can I ask you this? Yeah, a person who's a comic book person. Yep. What is the internet talking about when they are discussing the uh, the Baron Zemo Thunderbolts? What's that all about? So the Thunderbolts, um, they were a team of uh, of basically like fake Avengers. They um. They were a bunch of villains who took on hero personas when the Avengers disappeared and they did a bunch of uh, of good things uh, in order to do really bad things. So they're like the anti-Avengers, kind of. And, and I guess mm. you could say Zemo would be there. You could say New Cap is there as as um, Super Patriot. Um I think that I heard rumors that the Iron Monger might return in Obadiah Stane's daughter. So, so I mean, they might be doing something there with with the, the Thunderbolts, but they haven't announced anything officially. No, it feels like well, the internet is proposing it as like this is the red herring that gets Wanda's or that gets uh, Agatha all alongd, <laughs> and, but and. And Zemo doesn't make it out of the series, but more and more I want him to. I, yeah, I think I do he too. is the best low-level villain that the MCU has. I, I think Marvel knows they've got a problem with villains, and I think they they made him an ally so long so that we could get to know him better. And we've seen him do bad things so little, and and the bad things he does are are of such a little consequence to. Uh, to the story that I hope they're doing that to make him like another Loki character, but on the, on the bad side, I, I think it yeah. would be good for him. Well, uh, you know, we're at the end of episode four. I, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I think I'd still be watching the show. I don't think I would have gotten out of episode three if I wasn't doing the podcast. But now I'm deep. Now I'm two episodes back. And so, like, no matter what, I'm going to watch the show. <laughs> Rip Battlestar. We barely knew ye. We didn't even get to see your logo. Lamar was pretty cool. I'm sad that he's dead. Uh, I hope that Sam's family's boat sinks. And, <laughs> uh, you know... Other than that, uh, I look forward slightly to next week, and uh, I highly doubt it's going to make me cry. I bet <laughs> uh, my thoughts on the subject will be like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be crying, but uh, it's just not happening. I, but you know what I want, Chad? I want very badly to report to you like, well, I was a puddle. I died, went to heaven where I was crying, I drowned again in heaven in my own tears, and then I came back to life uh, like an Aquaman. And but Aqua only only Aqua <laughs> I speak of is fucking tears. That's what happened to me. But it's not going to for sure. I'm just going to be like, hmm, that's sad.
Well, I, I will say that I, if if there's any uh, minute chance that uh, it's going to pull some emotion out of me, I will be a puddle because I am just a wreck when it comes to to any kind of tragedy in a show or movie. Um, so there you go. Mm. The last moment I cried in the MCU. I can't remember if I cried during the Tony Stark funeral. I might have. During the last battle, I remember like coming very close to crying. Like the to your left moment was so overwhelming that it almost caused tears for sure. Uh, So I probably the funeral, right? And then prior to that, um, I cried at... I don't know. Um, after Tony snapped and he like went catatonic and everyone was like telling him it was going to oh, be okay. Oh, we're going to be okay. Yeah, that that yeah. got me. Um when when uh when Thanos snapped in Infinity War, um and everyone was disappearing, I was too shocked to feel anything. I know a lot of people cried yeah, when, when Spider-Man uh, vanished, but yeah, they I was were just trying like, to yes. What? They were trying to pull tears I, with the I don't want to go Spider-Man to Tony Stark for sure. But I I, I agree with you. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I was just kind of freaking out. Yeah, I was, too, I was too like, wait, no, the movie's got to be over now. What, what's going to happen? Um, and then I, I also cried in Endgame when, um, and you're going to laugh at me, but uh, during the uh, Hawkeye Romanoff, who's going to kill himself to save the other. Oh, no, I'm not going to laugh at you. I think Hawkeye sucks, but I think that scene was good. And then uh, I didn't, I wasn't like James. I, it did, I didn't get it ruined for me as the movie was starting. Uh, so I didn't know that Natasha Romanoff was going to sacrifice herself. So I, I, I didn't cry, but I sure as heck was like, oh, fuck. That is, oh, <laughs> 